Welcome to the Filthy Spoon Podcast. I'm John. Robert ain't here today, but I got a really cool guest for you. So, to the sponsors we go. Willow Creek Custom Calls. Old Brad Jones. Get a hold of him. He's uh, selling the hell out of them calls, especially, especially the Cowie Spec, but he always wants me to remind you about his Snow Goose Call, his Honker Call, his Mallard Calls. He got a couple different variants. All the cool stuff. And one thing to remember about Brad is he's been doing it as, as long as a lot of the big name guys. But he just did it on a lower, like, backyard level. But his stuff's as good as a lot of the big names. He got started at the same time. So be kind of a hipster type and get a call that not everybody has. It's just as good as everybody. I kind of like that hidden type thing, you know. He's pretty well known in these parts, but if you're listening from anywhere else, check out a Willow Creek Custom Calls. So you can get a hold of Brad at willowcreekcustomcalls.com or 510-610-7625. You'll call him. He loves helping out, talking on the phone, giving lessons. Send him lengthy emails, telling him about all your problems. He loves all that. So get a hold of old Brad. And you only got a couple weeks, and he's pulling this 20% off promo code. And that's friggin' 30 bucks. It's 30 bucks on a $150 call. So if I were you, if you haven't, take advantage of it. Filthy Spoon at checkoff for 20% off. And then last but not least, Superior Equipment Repair. We love them. We're here right now recording a podcast. So Peterbilt's, Kenworth's. Freightliner, John Deere. We even got a Japanese Takasui or something in here today. So whatever it is, we work on it just about. So And don't forget, half tons, three-quarter tons, F-550s, we work on it all. So you can get a hold of us at superiorequipmentrepair.com or call us at 833-343-7351. And then Adam Oliver, we love Adam. Pinto Ridge Taxidermy. Look him up on Instagram and see some of his cool work. He's always doing cool stuff. And... Uh, we got another one coming in the pot here today. One of our lucky guests is going to win a free mounted bird at Duck Days, and that's going to be cool. We can't wait. We're building the war chest for Duck Days right now, and it's going pretty good with our little sticker thing. So anyway, look up Adam on uh, Instagram at Pinto Ridge Taxidermy. And last but not least, uh, least the two Jeremy's over there at Official Left Coast Waterfowl. Good guys. They, they hit their goal, and they're doing their swag giveaway. I forget who won, but some dude won it, so that's cool. And look them up. You can get your Filthy Spoon stuff there. You can get hat shirts. You can get the Drunk Duck, the Square Duck, both ducks, the traditional logo, hats. They got the hats with a patch and just the script of the podcast. Cool stuff. They got their Waterfowl Widow line, the whole works. So anyway, check them out on Instagram at Official Left Coast Waterfowl or OfficialLeftCoastWaterfowl.com. And without further ado, we got a really cool guest for you today. We have Jennifer Barton of Full Plume Photography. Hello, Jennifer. How are you? I'm good. Thank Thanks you for, for coming me. up. Yeah, hell yeah. We've been talking back and forth on the Instagram machine a little while, and you got a good sense of humor, and uh, I think a lot of people, these listeners know who you are, just off there, and I mean, beautiful photographs to do. And what are you doing up here? To the I'm actually going to go hunting with uh, Rob DaCosta. Oh, cool. Tomorrow. Yeah. DOA, my, huh? Yep. My husband has been wanting to go on a goose hunt all year. And he had it set up last year, and there were no geese. And Rob was nice enough to say, "Hey, don't you know, come up." That's good. Yeah. Uh, there's water everywhere, and so moved it to this year. Gave us choice of dates, and my husband has people flying in from all over to hopefully shoot some geese tomorrow. Uh, oh, cool! You got a big group of friends coming in. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yep. So it it's kind of like a little mini reunion for a lot of us. Um, but whether or not we get geese, uh, it'll be a good time. Yeah, for sure, for sure. 
I'd have to think you're probably gonna because uh, he would be, you know, I've heard a lot and I've even seen on some of the chat rooms that people complained about him canceling. I'm like, dude, he's doing you a solid. Oh, yeah, totally. You know, he's, he, he, you know, all these guys that cancel like that, they could just take your money and give you a sunrise tour, but no. Yeah. When we have people flying in, yeah. you know, I appreciate the heads up if it's not going to happen. Yeah. But and of course, nothing's guaranteed because it ain't a zoo, but yeah. at the same time, the odds must be pretty decent or he would have told you, hey, maybe not. So yeah. I wish you all luck. And you're hunting, what, one, two days? Uh, just um, just tomorrow. Just tomorrow. Yep. Okay, well, I wish you luck. Yeah, thanks. So let's talk a little bit about what you do. Um, we know, I mean, I know from Instagram and most of you listen to the full plume stuff. Um, I just recently found out today you're not a native Californian, you're a transplant, huh? I'm a transplant. I have reluctantly <laughs> called California my home. <laughs> um, I was born, raised, taught in Illinois, never planned on leaving. I uh, grew up on a uh, Angus uh, farm, ah. corn and soybeans, and um, hunted whitetail all whenever I was younger. Never really was interested in duck hunting. Really? Uh, we live in the confluence between the Mississippi and Illinois rivers. Yeah. So mallards and wood duck. Yeah. And just, it, it's the mecca of Midwest, you know, Illinois duck hunting. And I, meh. I wanted to go shoot whitetail. <laughs> I was like, why would I do that? Um, well, Illinois is a pretty known whitetail state, too. Yes. So, yes. That, that <laughs> was what did it for me. And so um, I met my husband whenever we were in school together at the University of Illinois. And he is from um, Southern California. Ah. And all of his family is from Southern California. And so I reluctantly... Um, said, oh, I guess we could try long distance. I'm going to go do my internship in Oregon. And I was committed to that. And that was a year. And I said, oh, we'll see how it goes. I'm like, oh, you know, yeah. after a year, it works out. We can talk. And that gave us an opportunity to really get to know each other, yeah. um, being long distance. And he is uh, very good for me. He He tolerates all of my craziness <laughs> and good, lets me him. drive all over the state and take pictures and you know hike everywhere with a gun and shoot things and uh he lets me you know be a little be a little crazy that's good why don't you show up to some weirdo to do a podcast today that's cool you know like, you know it could be murdered <laughs> you never know you never know <laughs> i go and like meet random strangers <laughs> in the middle of the wilderness to go hunting <laughs> And he's like, ah, whatever. Sounds like a cool guy. I'd like to meet him one day, but that's cool. He is pretty cool, but he does drive a Dodge. Oh, no. I know. Well, he probably wouldn't make it over here then. He <laughs> does have a Willow Creek call, though. Does he? Does he like it? He loves it. Yeah. Uh, he is definitely a nonconformist. He doesn't want... I, I got him a really nice red bone. Yeah. And he... he meh. He doesn't... You know, that's well not... Known, huh? Yeah. yeah. He likes the like weird that. stuff. That's why we have a curly-coated retriever. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't want a Labrador. He wanted to be a nonconformist. <laughs> and I got to say, like, 99% of the time, he's usually right. But, you know, he doesn't listen to a lot of podcasts, so he'll not, he won't hear that. <laughs> um, but, gosh, I, I have a lab, and my lab thinks that he was a really good duck hunter. Yeah. <laughs> he was not a good duck hunter. He was the worst blind partner. He would scream <laughs> in the blind <laughs> were coming in and horrible blind manners <laughs> and the curly um her first season was last year it was epic there are 
you know, birds everywhere. She got great retrieves in her first, in her first season. But this season, it's really shown me, you know, how good she is because I go out there and hunt all day and wait and put the calls in my bag and just cover up and see what happens and she will sit there all day really and she never whines oh, she wow. never complains she just good. wants to hang out and be chill and i couldn't have done that with my old lab <laughs> tell me about a little laverne here yeah she uh She's been a little neurotic this year, so I completely understand. I've been love- neurotic this <laughs> year. <laughs> exactly. I'm making tough. sacrifices to the bird god. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I will pour out a little bit of my monster energy drink <laughs> into the marsh as a sacrifice. <laughs> Just send me one duck. Just one. But I, I appreciate that one duck so much more One this is year. so much better than none, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? We talk about, Robert and I talk about that all the time. If we go home one instead of none, yeah. Yeah, I'm I've been skunked more times this year than I would care to say. Same here, yeah. Yeah, do we try to come on this and talk every week about, oh, here we are again, not shooting shit. But, yeah, so <laughs> it, it's, luckily we've all kind of been in the same boat. And you travel, so you're hunting kind of all over the states, grasslands, right? And then yeah. you come up here, and then I see you go out on the bay, too, doing the yeah. diver thing. I, I am kind of a professional guest. If I get the call yeah. to go up to, you know, Butte, I go. I make it happen. Um, and then my best friend is a guide in the bay. Cool. And so I go out with her, um, not infrequently. Uh, do a lot of photography. She uses those for her business. Oh, cool. Um, well, give her a plug. I- oh, yeah. So uh, Melinda Dodds, uh, she has California Guide Service. Okay, yeah. Um, and she does sea ducks and divers. And they are killing it. There's... Plenty of divers, huh? Plenty of divers <laughs> and plenty of sea ducks. And so the she's been getting so many calls this year and having to tell people that she's totally booked. Really? Um, she was booked before the season started. So you have to call her before the season yeah. to get on the books. Um, but if you want to shoot a lot of shells and... You know, everybody bought a lot of shells in preparation <laughs> for this season. Yeah, after last year, everybody said, we're going to have the greatest season ever again. Yeah, yeah. but you called it yeah. on the yeah. that one podcast. Oh, the CWA, the CWA one? one? I was pretty close. You hear that, Brad? I was a little closer <laughs> than you. Yeah. That's my white trash Nostradamus there. Yeah. yeah, I carried the same box of shells with me to the club <laughs> for, I, I swear, uh, a month and a half. Yeah, wore out before you shot them all, I'm sure. Yeah. And they got wet, they yeah. got rusty, and I'm like, well, <laughs> let's go take these sea duck hunting. Yeah. Shoot all my rusty shells. Yeah. And, you know, get limits. You get to make fun of each other because they, man, they are tough and they are fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That takes a lot to bring one of them down. Yeah. So you get, like, somebody who thinks they're, like, big shot duck hunter and stuff. You <laughs> take them out on the bay, especially if there's some weather and it's a little choppy. Oh, I can see that being and tough. So you're trying to hit a duck. And the boat's going up and down. And you just laugh. It's a really fun time. It's super chill. Yeah. You know. It's fun. We were just talking about this on Sunday with Mike, saying, you know what? Because he's he never done it either. And uh, Robert and me were like, you know, we got to do that. I want to come. Yeah. I mean, not a lot of people, I would think, in the, I know it's thousands, but not a lot of people have hunted the San Francisco Bay. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it, it is an experience to see the city in the background. Yeah. And... Um, I have been very blessed uh, to be friends with Melinda 
and we've gone out just her and I and you know shot our ducks and stuff and then like oh let's go take a a tour of the city and take pictures with the ducks at Alcatraz (laughs) yeah and just you know random crap and uh have lots and lots of fun um that's cool that it's a woman-owned guide service too yep and her deckhand is also a woman um and i'm gonna plug her again she just bought a fishing boat oh cool uh the new captain pete in half moon bay really and um her deckhand, uh, Megan, is out there killing it right now. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got a a captain running the trips for her during duck season, but yeah. then Melinda will be taking it over. Oh, that is cool, man. I'm so if you get... want you know, to go fishing, um, or if you want to do sea ducks, I'd love to have you guys be my yeah. guest for that. Yeah, that would be great, man. We'd love to do that. Now, maybe next year, my little Sharon... We'll be home for leave. I'd love to get her now. She's yeah. a Navy. She might be have her sea legs and shoot better than She would definitely <laughs> outshoot all of us. Um, there is a skill to having some sea legs for that stuff. <laughs> That's funny, though. We were just talking about that. But, uh, yeah, no, we're definitely. I, I see that you post in that California, California Guide Service. Mm-hmm. I didn't yep. know this woman owned, though. That's cool. Yeah. That is really cool. And, and honestly, you know, everybody talks like, oh, like sea coot. Uh, do you guys eat those? And they're really easy to breast. Um, GoldenEye are really hard to breast out because yeah. the skin is just adhered to the breast. But um, the sea ducks, the scoters, you can peel them really easy, and they've got giant breasts. Yeah. they got big boobs. Yeah. And you can cut those out and just make, you know, sausage. Yeah, there's pepper sausage. sticks or yeah. sausage or, you know, a lot. I mean, we shoot a lot of spoonies and most of them go on, except for Robert and his weirdo spoonie pizza he likes <laughs> doing. <laughs> but, and then I like, just found out today there's two. You're a vet. Yes. So that's cool. Veterinarian. So, veterinarian. Yep. Sorry, yeah. Oh, I'd, I'm not a not veteran. Not a veterinarian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Too bad you want to sneak into the veteran's hunt in a couple of weeks. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna be a, a quote-unquote guide for veterans. So, so am I. I'm really excited about that. Get the dog out. Maybe there will be ducks. That's Maybe. what I'm thinking with this cold up north. I'm thinking by then it could be a slaughter. So I hope so. We're all hoping. I feel bad for my dog, but that's how I feel. Yeah. I'll, maybe I'll get to take some pictures. Yeah. Because you know it's it's been but tough just, taking pictures with no ducks. Yeah, because usually, or I shouldn't say usually, but like last year, for example, it's good enough where you could get a couple ducks and then pick up your camera and not feel guilty. Mm-hmm. This year, it's kind of like, eh, I better be ready or, you know. Yeah. Where I am in the grasslands, it's a lot of teal. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, last weekend, we had like three groups of teal dive bomb us yeah. just real quick. And you sit there for, oh, you know, two, three hours in the morning and you start to fall asleep and then never fails as soon as you look at your phone like right in front just the teal bomb you and i i keep telling people i have forgotten how to shoot a duck this year <laughs> so the first group of teal You're not alone yeah the first group of teal came in and they flared right when they got in front of the blind is perfect and i picked one out boom shot it one shot i was like yes jen is back yeah. And then, you know, that's all it took um, for me to be humbled because the next two groups came in, bam, 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 three shots, and no birds <laughs> fell. <laughs> like, what the, am I shooting blanks? What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. I had dreams that I was actually <laughs> shooting blanks. Um, and 
I went out again that afternoon and I got to watch, you know, like hundreds of pintail land at the next club over and then just, you know, do the, the courtship flights all yeah. day. And I was like, maybe one will come close enough. Yeah. And no, we just sat there. <laughs> yeah, I could completely relate. You know, and you get complacent, you get on your phone, you drink a coffee and then bam, right. That, that happened to Robert and I actually last weekend. And it's like, oh. <laughs> And when it's like this, you you know, in dove season, that happens all the time. You don't even think about it because there's always the next shot. But when you got to sit there and hold on to that for hours or days sometimes, like, yes. oh, man, I can't believe I missed that. It's, yeah, it's a little bit tough. Yeah, I passed on, accidentally passed on a group of, like, 10 cinnamons really? um, a couple weeks ago. I was sitting in a blind, and it was right at shoot light, and these things were flying towards me and i was like oh i wonder if those are more coots because there's just a million coots and i was like oh they're really dark maybe they're coots and i was watching them and they were getting close and i was like oh i think those are ducks and then i just sat there holding my gun and watched them fly by out of sight and i was like oh those were all cinnamons Well, okay, because nothing gets me more excited than cinnamon. Cinnamons are cool. Cinnamons are cool, and luckily that's the cool thing about being on the grasslands. you got you know a lot more chance than up here. Yeah. Occasionally we'll shoot them, not very often, but I get the refuge guys do, but yeah, not like the grasslands. Yeah, I've shot one this really? year, and it's just like, <sighs> usually, you know, you have at least a chance every time you go out. Yeah. But it's it's been brutal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, all over, you know, north, south, everywhere. But I see they're starting to get some uh, Casey Stafford, the CCIC guy. I talked to him last night. They're, they had a really good day yesterday, and it looked like I checked Instagram before you came in. Looks like they're doing it. So it looks like the valley's starting to turn up. Yeah. Um, we saw some ducks whenever we drove out um, Sunday night from the club, and you know, it's probably going to be a banger tomorrow when I'm not there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's the way it goes. Because that's always how it happens. Because you hunt Wednesdays and weekends down there, yeah, right? Wednesdays yeah, Wednesdays and weekends. And we made tamales in um, December because my um, husband um, is part Hispanic. And we picked a Saturday. We're like, okay, we're going to do it this Saturday. I'm going to make tamales. It's a big family thing. And that was the one day at the club. <laughs> That, that they have had teal <laughs> all year. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm getting all these text messages from people. Nothing worse than that. Huh? And I was like, oh, well, I'm glad that you guys are getting ducks. I'm just <laughs> crying in the corner. <laughs> I'm spreading my masa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it sounds like you're ate up with this duck hunting. I mean, you're, you're as crazy as anybody, you know. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why my husband is a saint, because <laughs> I'm a little nuts uh, for, for duck hunting. Um, he, you know, tolerates me waking up at three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go drive five hours and maybe see a duck and I'm going to stay there all day <laughs> and, you know, then come back really super late yeah. and not make you dinner. <laughs> but we, we, you know, started refuge hunting. And so we did that at Worcester and San Jacinto in Southern California, yeah. um, for a few years and we moved up to San uh the Santa Cruz area in twenty nineteen and started hunting more Los Banos, um yeah. those refuges in the grasslands. And then I told him I was like, Oh, well, if you want to get a puppy, 
we definitely should get a blind. Yeah. And that's how I, you know, told him. I was like, oh, we really need a blind. <laughs> and um, so he's like, oh, okay. Because he is adverse to spending money, and I can't spend it fast enough. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of women, yeah. <laughs> but it's not like you're spending the money on good things to me, so that's good. Yeah, could be worse. <laughs> um, so I eventually found a club, and I was like, okay, we're going to start from the bottom, and we're going to work our way up. And so that's pretty much what we did. I just showed up every day and shot birds, uh, shot cool birds, shot redheads, um, yeah. got um, some teal bands. And then the guy who owns all the clubs, he's like, oh, well, seems like you guys, you know, decent hunters and not, you know, total a-holes. Yeah. He's like, let's get you into a nicer club. And so now I'm in um, one of his nicer clubs, and everybody's like family. Yeah. Everybody gets along. And That's good. Um, that is worth, you know, all the money to just have nice people yeah. to hunt with. And they sure. give you shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where are you coming? Like, you guys missed those teal that you could have caught with a net? <laughs> like, yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> I love the grasslands down there, like the camps, you know. I had a buddy yeah. in a club off of that Santa Fe grade down there at Augustine. Yeah. And I love the little camp they have there and, you know, the little shacks you see and all that. And it's it's cool. The gravel past the blind. You got the uh, concrete cylinder blinds. You got Yeah, the, the barrels. Yeah. Yeah, we shoot out of barrels. Um I have been better about wearing ear protection because shooting out of the barrels is, it's bad for my ears. Yeah. Um, But no, it it really trips out a lot of people whenever they come. Yeah, if they they come from up in rice country and they're like, what is this? Oh, they're like, it's like a sink box. Yeah. (laughs) And I would post pictures on, you know, my stories and stuff of us, you know, in the barrels, taking pictures with the ducks last year, not this year. And um, people on the East Coast would message me, and they're like, oh, my gosh, are you guys hunting in sink boxes? I'm like, no. no. It's like grasslands thing. It's a, a concrete barrel. Yeah, super ground. regional thing, too, because mm-hmm. we don't run them up here. I don't know why it came to be. I'd love to find the history of that. Yeah. Um, my husband really likes old duck books. Oh, cool. And so we have, like, a, a pretty growing, a pretty expansive library of old um, waterfowl books. Oh, cool. And so I need to sit down and, you know, read through those and see, like, why California grasslands, you know, why did they get these concrete barrels? Probably some big Italian guy that made concrete pipes or something. And uh, maybe. Was able, is there recycling? You know, there, there's a lot, yeah. And there's Upcycle. a lot of, you know, Italian duck hunters that come from the bay to the grasslands there. Yeah. I don't know. I'd love to hear the story of that. If anybody knows it, go ahead and message but either one of us. But, yeah. I'm but all for learning. Yeah, I love it down there. That town of Gustine's pretty cool. And yeah, the North Grasslands has been shooting a lot better than the South Grasslands. Yeah. Um, but last year, I mean, I think we shot maybe a little bit better. Yeah. Um, so it ebbs and flows. Um, oh yeah, it's never the same. I tell you know, I talk to people. I got a crappy blind. I want my money back. It's like, dude, it's bad all over, man. Yeah, I I feel bad for like the club owners this year, and I feel bad for the guides this year i i i couldn't do it um you know it's hard for me to be around uh complainers (laughs) (laughs) because i'm just i'm like so optimistic like tomorrow's gonna be the day every every day and um 
you know, I'm just happy to be out there. And so you get seasons where it's just the the worst season in, you know, 50 years. Yeah. And you're going to get, that's whenever you're going to get all the complaining oh, and yeah. the moaning and stuff. But And act like some, it's how it's their fault, you know. I, yeah. yeah. I'm like, guys, you know? it's literally the entire country. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Just because we don't have, you know, Timothy instead of Barley or whatever you guys want, that is not the make or break. You... You can't hunt ducks that aren't here. Exactly. You can't attract them that aren't here. Um, so, I don't know. I'm just happy to be out there with the dog, and maybe we get a duck, and maybe we don't. That's a good attitude to have. And, I mean, we have a similar attitude, Robert and I. We're out there. Ducks are no ducks is what I always say. Yeah. We're out here, you know. Yeah. And uh, this year's been trying, but it sounds like it ain't going to slow you down a bit. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I bought a trailer. I bought, like, a travel trailer. Oh, cool. And it's really fun to just go and, like, stay in the trailer all weekend because I I crave, like, isolation. Yeah. Um, growing up on the farm and stuff, you know, I would basically get kicked out of the house. <laughs> and my grandpa would give me, like, a rifle and a box of 22 shells and say, hey, go have fun. And I had horses, so I'd climb on the horse bareback, go, like, do stuff and, you know, whatnot make my own fun and being in the city and you know living you know i i have learned to love california and all it has to offer yeah um but i was very affected whenever i first moved here and i was living in laguna beach and huntington beach and i was like oh my gosh i don't relate to anyone um I feel so claustrophobic when my yeah. family would come to visit and I'd pick them up at like John Wayne yeah. and be, you know, immediately on the 405 and my dad would just be like clutching <laughs> the sides of the car because I got my lead foot from my dad. <laughs> so I, I drive like you've offended me and he's just like, oh my gosh, there's six lanes of traffic on one side. And I was like, oh yeah, this is nothing. Um, but you know, taking it back, like I, I crave that isolation. So being out at the duck club, even if there's no ducks, um, you know, I'll be out there and just like chill in the trailer and, uh, hang out with the dogs and ride around on the four wheeler and let the dogs run beside the four wheeler. It's just fun. Sounds normal as hell to me. Yeah. So as you, you guys ended up migrating a little further north. You're probably like, man, this California is a lot cooler than I thought it was. I'm much, <laughs> I'm much happier. Um, you know, we have a really nice, quiet house in Santa Cruz that's, um, you know, around some redwoods. Yeah, it's pretty down there. Yeah. And so I have trees and topography, and I can go and fish um, if I want. I have a kayak. I fish out of Santa Cruz all the time. Um, and so, you know, that is my, my mode of isolation during the summer is going out on my kayak. Um, but, you know, it has really surprised me all the the things that I've discovered in California, um, and all the places that I've seen because of duck hunting. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, I wouldn't be in the South Grasslands if it wasn't for duck hunting. There's... 
there's not a lot out there. Yeah, yeah there's no reason. You want to be going where you're going tomorrow. Yeah. You know, yeah. I wouldn't go to the Salton Sea. Yeah. If it wasn't to hopefully shoot some ducks. Um, so, you know, it's it's something that I look back on and, and realize that I've been able to go to a lot more interesting places than most of the people in California have, have gone because of a silly duck. Yeah, it is pretty funny. Yeah, you came to California for, you know, I'm not saying for duck hunting. I mean, you picked it up out here, right? Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, you got to see a whole different side of California that most people think they're coming to California to go surfing, go to the beach. Oh, yeah. You know, all the stuff people do in the cities. And, no, you found a completely rural <laughs> Californian scene, you know, from north to south, some of the most beautiful parts of the state that a yeah. lot of these friggin' city folks don't have any idea about. Yeah. You know, and that's, I don't know, that's pretty cool. That's Yeah. yeah. I, I, until today, I had no idea you weren't from here. Yeah. 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 Um, and you know, I, I owe CWA a lot. Um, I know you talk about CWA a lot on your podcast. I always um, do. We love them. My husband, uh, decided that he wanted to get into duck hunting and he did one of their, um, duck camps. Oh, cool. And, uh, got his first duck. It was a, uh, nice Drake Spoonie in the Sassoon Marsh. Yeah. And I still have that picture of him. That somebody took at the the camp, and he was so happy. He had the <laughs> biggest smile on his face, holding that spoonie up, just <laughs> choking it on the neck. Um, but that was the the start of of all of it. And then Justin was like, "Oh, you know, we're gonna go to this dinner, meet all these people." And then I got into CWA, and they have a lot of women's events. Yeah. And so that was, you know, um, a very easy thing to to get into um pretty much if you applied to one of the women's hunts it seemed like you know, early on. on you were going to get in yeah uh, i think it's gotten more competitive now but yeah it's growing like crazy yeah it might take they'll get you on but it might take a little bit longer mm-hmm. before you're calling yeah you'll be on tomorrow if you want but yeah, yeah it's uh just like the vet thing it's just it's growing which is a good thing yeah but. and i've i've met some forever friends um on those hunts and so uh, I became a life member uh, just wow. like a couple of years after joining C- CWA. I was like, oh, well, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Good for you. You see, mine's hanging on the wall right behind <laughs> you. Yeah, that's my street cred. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, why not be a life member? Yeah. Um, Good for you. And that was about the same time that I started taking pictures. So. Yeah, what's, that's what I was, you're, you, you act like you've done this, this podcasting thing for. I just wanted to go into how did the photography come along. So the duck hunting came first, then the photography. Yeah, so, oops, that was a little loud. Why <laughs> no? Yep. Good. Um, so it was like my second season duck hunting and you know, everything ended and... I was, you know, duck depression and super sad. And my, that season, my husband was like, oh, you should like get on Instagram. And I was like, oh, that's stupid. <laughs> Instagram's dumb. <laughs> um, I was very like anti-social media. Same here, yeah. And he was like, oh, well, you know, you're a girl and you like to hunt. He's like, maybe someone will sponsor you. And I was like, oh, well, free, free stuff, maybe. Okay. <laughs> And so I would like occasionally post, you know, just like the typical, here are my dead ducks pictures. Yeah. Um, nobody 
really cares about pile pictures. Yes. Um, and after the season was over, my husband gave me a camera. And he was like, I know you like taking pictures. He was like, you know, maybe, you know, go take pictures of ducks. I was like, oh, fabulous. <laughs> like I said, he's an angel, and I love that him. That sounds like, yeah, I want to meet this guy. He sounds like a saint, man. Because he, he understands me. Um, and he got me set up with, you know, just kind of like a little kit camera. And I would walk around Huntington Beach, and they have... Um, some old duck clubs that they turned into wildlife refuges. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. That's yep. cool. And so you can go around and see all these beautiful ducks um, in February, March. And uh, they are totally desensitized to people. So you can get super close to them and start taking pictures of ducks. And I would get so excited. I would sneak up on ducks. Yeah. I got to the refuge and I would like belly crawl through the grass trying to get close to ducks and I would get that same you know feeling and get my heart racing trying to take a picture uh as you, you know, would when you were hunting as I, yeah. yeah I would when I was hunting and that was the kind of thrill that I got with whitetail hunting um before as well you know sitting and waiting um for that one moment and trying to, to capture that one moment. And so that's kind of where it all started. Um, in I think it was like 2018. Um, and I look back on the pictures that I took then. And I was like, oh, man. Those are some bad pictures. <laughs> Ain't it funny how you evolve? And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like a muscle. You keep using it. And you keep, you know, getting better at your craft. And you keep trying new things. And, you know, learning you know, you have to scout for pictures and you have to hide for pictures. You have to do all the same things that you would for hunting um, to be successful as a photographer. Um, and that just extended the hunting season for me even more just with a camera rather than a shotgun. That's, you know, I, I think that's probably the way a lot of the photography guys. We had the guy on here, Stephen Hoyt. He, he's, he's just getting going. I don't know if you know him at all. He's a nice guy. And he just got started with his deal. And same day, it was a way for him to expand his hunting, you know, his hunting season. Yeah. You know, he had a little kid, and he wasn't able to hunt as much as he did. And, you know, there's a lot of ducks after hunting season around. He's, like, taking his little daughter out and about. And, like, let's start taking pictures of these. And now he's, you know, kind of got into it. So yeah. I think he went, yeah, he, he did that one. I don't know. That he gave me that thing. But anyway, we, uh. I don't know. That's pretty cool how it just evolved into that. And then now one feeds the other. Yeah. Meaning the hunting feeds the photography, the photography feeds the hunting, and now you're just a duck lunatic 24-7, 365. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whenever I went out with Melinda the last time, we did a New Year's, e or New Year's Day hunt. And um, the light was so phenomenal. And... I was at the bow and I was shooting and I was like, Melinda, I don't want to shoot. I don't want to shoot my gun right now. I'm like, I, I need, I need to go get my camera because this light is just phenomenal. It's, it's not going to be like this for, you know, another 30 minutes and that's it. And I can always shoot my gun later. And so it makes you look at things much differently, um, you know, in life, just light and framing and 
seeing, you know, people's experiences in the blind and trying to capture that. Uh, yeah. It's not just about ducks anymore. It's, you know, trying to capture experiences as well, which I, sometimes I feel like is harder. I would think. Because people clam up in front of a camera. Uh, not a ham like me, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm sure a lot of people do, yeah. Yeah. Because I get what you're saying. So once somewhere you're in a duck blind, you're sitting there and you're shooting the shit. And I was like, man, if I get out this perfect, it'll look like a Norman Rockwell photo if I, or yeah. painting, if I get these guys talking, you know, trash back and forth or whatever. But yeah, it's probably harder when they know you're there with this lens this <laughs> long, you know. Luckily, but, Melinda's gotten used to it. Yeah. <laughs> but anytime, I would always crack up because her dog would be like bringing back this beautiful Drake Scoter and pulling the dog into the boat. There's all this water and shaking and it makes for a really epic photo. Yeah. Um, and you know, she would see the camera and she'd go, and she'd like tighten up and I'm like, can you stop <laughs> tensing up every time I have the camera? <laughs> like we gotta, you know, have you be a, a more relaxed model. Yeah. I'll teach you to be a better Instagram model. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> she has been reluctant, uh, you know, um, participant in my photos. Um, but it's been so much fun. No, it sounds like it. Um, it's kind of funny because that Zuckerberg should be happy. He should be a CWA supporter because the only reason I got an Instagram machine is because of duck hunting also. And that's the same reason you did it. It's just, it's kind of funny how that works, you know. I mean, yeah. there's a whole side of the world that doesn't know that we use Instagram for what we do. But yeah. <clears throat> it's the perfect platform for, you know, us to communicate. I mean... You and I would have never met if it weren't for that Instagram machine. So, yeah, yeah. And I've talked to a lot of people who are hesitant about it, and I get it. I was the same way. I was the same way, but it's not a big deal. You've got a couple of pictures up there. You talk with folks, and it's fun. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I think that you just have to be careful about what you post because what you post is forever. Yes. Um, and, you know, that, like, I'll, I'll post the occasional pile pic. Yeah, um, we all do. To like, my stories. And, yeah, and stories like are a very good way to post things that you don't want forever, yeah. Yeah. But there's always screenshotters, but always yeah. Always <laughs> But, um, you know, there, there just has to be some forethought for, you know, people posting, like, crazy stuff, too. Um, one thing that... I decided very early on with Instagram and even though my husband was like, Oh, maybe you'll get sponsored and things like that. I decided like really early on, I did not want to pursue that at all yeah. because I felt like that um, would take the joy out of it that I got from sharing things that I liked. Yes, you don't want to try to, you know, you know, you put yourself out there on front street like that trying to get, you know, yeah. I get that. Yeah. And then it just feels like dirty. Yeah. And fake. And so, like somebody it was a few months ago, some dude in um the south messaged me and he was like, "Oh, you know, like how much are you charging to for photo shoots and things like that?" And I was like, "Oh, I don't I don't do photo shoots. I don't charge people money. I don't, you know, I don't sell things. And he was, he was very offended <laughs> that, you know, I wasn't capitalizing on this thing that I had built. Um, 
and I it it's taken you know a very concerted effort to uh, try to keep it you know innocent. Um, well, you do a great job at it. I mean, to be honest, I didn't know you were a woman for a long time. Nobody does. You know, <laughs> I have hundreds, literally hundreds of people that'll message me. Um, just because they're excited about like a duck picture yeah. or they're, they have questions about cinnamon teal. Everybody has like a hard on oh, for yeah. cinnamon teal. Big time. Who do you recommend? Who do we go with? Can we come with you? I'm like, no, you're not coming with me. <laughs> it's a random stranger. Um, but they always think I'm a dude. I've had, in pe- I've had people invite me out for hunts. <laughs> in like the delta and they're like oh yeah like come out and hunt with us and blah, blah, blah. and then i was like they don't know that i'm a girl <laughs> and i'll like very targetedly post something to my story about like, like me sure. being a woman <laughs> yeah and then this one guy he was like oh i didn't know you were a girl <laughs> and he's like oh he's like no i just feel weird and i was like it's okay you know you you just yeah, because he wasn't trying to be a creep. He didn't know. Yeah. You know? I mean, when, when I first started talking to you, you said, just so you know. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, you invited, yeah. Yeah. you invited but, me on the podcast. So I was yeah. like, just so you know, yeah. I am a woman. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that's totally cool. I'm like, just, I've run, I've run into this before where people like don't know. And then they like get offended because I'm, I'm not. You know, know, some, you know, bro dude, they thought you were, yeah. (laughs) For my old way of thinking, I have zero problem, I I can't even, I say problem. I don't know why I would look at a woman duck hunter any different than I look at a man duck hunter. I mean, I I raised a duck hunter. She'd been hunting with me since she was nine. I raised her like a son. And that's, to me, if anybody's thinking that, they're fucking idiots. I mean, you're just (laughs) as good a hunter as anybody I know, you know, I mean. It's different, though. Um... And, you know, I, I do respect the difference. Uh, there are some guys, and there's, there are some clubs that still don't allow women. And really? Yes. And in California? In California. Wow. And I've, I've really thought about this because I'm like, you know, oh, I should be offended. But, you know, I understand that some guys just want... A place to like bro down, yeah, and not yeah. worry about like, you know, oh, if I fart in front of this lady, there, you know, there are guys that behave differently when women are around, and they want to just make sure, yeah, I, I be can, relaxed. Yeah, that's a good take on it, you know. And I understand. Uh, whenever we have our girls trips. We act differently, and we hunt differently than if men were with us. Yeah. Um, women hunts are much more relaxed and more camaraderie, and there's not this, like, race to, like, get up and shoot the duck the first, you yeah, know? Yeah, the pressure's off a little bit, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With the guys, I'm always like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go, 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 go. Yeah. And that's when you miss. Um, but the women hunts are so much more relaxed. Um, so, you know, it's, it's different. Uh, whenever I hunted in Illinois, um, I had, I had never duck hunted in Illinois until I went home for Thanksgiving this year. Really? And and one of my dad's friends 
was uh, very kind enough to offer to take me down. Um, and we hunted flooded corn right next to the, the Mississippi. Really? Oh, mallards everywhere, <laughs> wood ducks everywhere. And I had never shot a wood duck, and I was lusting. Yeah. Absolutely lusting for a wood duck. And there was probably, and this is, you know, a, a easy estimate of like $40,000 worth of decoys wow. at this place. Fully flocked. There, you know, were floaters. There were all the ones on the, the bank. The, the blind was a 10-person blind. This um, is, yeah, that's a nice place. Yeah. It had a urinal. It had a <laughs> stove. Um, oh, one of them type of, yeah. Yeah, it had, you know, tables. It had, you know, fancy chairs for the the shooting um, areas. They had all the um, motion hardwired into the, the pit. Um, so you could flip a switch, and then, like, this duck carousel would, like, start <laughs> going. Disneyland turns on. There's, yeah. like, four duck carousels. <laughs> And so, you know, it was the real deal. And these guys, they wanted to shoot mallards. And so, you know, shooting light came. And we, you know, shot some mallards and things like that. And then all these, all of a sudden, like hundreds of wood ducks were flying over us. And I was like, oh, my God, can that I shoot a wood duck? Yeah. yeah. And so I shot a wood duck. And the dog brought it back to the blind. And they just kind of like, Bloop plopped it on the ground and i was like oh was it drake it was drake oh cool and so i grab it and i'm like petting it and like you know shaking it the water getting the water off and i like prop it up um by my blind i'm taking pictures of it and i'm just like so obsessed with this wood duck and it was it was interesting because these guys are like oh you know this wood duck you know they didn't really care and I don't know if they got anything out of like seeing someone really care about a duck. Yeah. Um, and my husband, my husband shot a Drake can as well on that hunt. And they were like, meh, you know, can they they wanted green heads. There's, there's a a certain part of this duck hunter thing. That's, that's their, their mallard hunters. Yeah. What are you all neurotic about Laverne? Laverne's acting up in here for you to guys that can't see her. Um, and that's what they do, and that's, you know, and it's just the way it is. Because I, I, I can completely relate to what you're saying. Because I love seeing somebody get as excited about shooting a spoonie as they do a green head or anything else, you know. Because, yeah. you know, and it's they're, they're all so pretty in their own unique way, especially a woody. Woody's are beautiful, you know. Oh, yeah. And But luckily I got to scratch that itch because I was going out, like, every chance I could to this little pond um, not too far from us to try to get a wood duck. And, you know, I was getting a little crazy over the wood duck thing. Um, and you're finally able, you had to go back home to do it, but you are able to, to go, do it. Yeah, I still want a California wood duck. Yeah, oh yeah. So it, that's still there, and I still go to that pond. And, like, I saw one there once, and a green head came in, right in front of us me and the dog and i shot the green head because it was at 15 yards and i still think like oh man i should have 
I should have waited. I should have tried to get that wood duck a little bit closer. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, it's uh, they're they're harder to come by. I, I shouldn't say harder to come by out here, but like in the grasslands, you don't see any wood ducks, right? Not where I am. Not where you're at. There are and places. I just I haven't refuge hunted this year. Um, I was going to ask you. You can get them on the refuges for sure. Yeah. And some of the CWA properties are pretty loaded with them. Yes. I yeah. had an opportunity at one of the CWA properties, and I missed a wood duck. <laughs> and I, I had a little camera on my gun, and I watched that back and forth probably a hundred times. You must have been behind it, right? No. Really? So everyone always thinks like, oh, yep, everybody it. always misses behind. Everybody always misses behind. And so I bought one of those stupid shotgun cameras. Yeah, yeah. And I always missed in front. Really? Always, always missed in front. And I think the reason is I shot uh, the most sea ducks starting out. Oh, so you got to get that lead on there. I did and divers. And they're moving, yeah. Yeah. And so whenever somebody says, oh, like wood ducks are really fast, you have to get in front of them. Like I'm used to shooting. Like back then, like all I shot were sea ducks. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to lead it. <laughs> Mist in front, and you could see the wood duck just like rare back, and just like woof, woof, <laughs> almost like woof. a cartoon. They dodge the shot, you know. Yeah. You ever see that when you shoot at one? It almost looks like they go whoop, like out of the way for a minute. It's <laughs> yeah. It seems like it, but. What, yeah. By the way, what gun do you shoot? I shoot a women's gun. Um, it's a, a Fabarm Siren waterfowler gun. Um, so. Twelve or twenty or. Twelve. Um, that is my my main squeeze. Um, I also have a A400 uh, Beretta, 28-gauge. Oh, 28. Mm -hmm. huh, cool. So there's uh, that little mallard pond that I go to all the time. Yeah. It's a little urban. And so I took up shooting in 28. Yeah, keep it a little quieter. Nobody needs to know you're back there. Yeah. It's legal, but nobody it's needs legal. to know you're back there. Yep. Yeah. But, you know, just better to keep people happy. Yeah, I agree. Um, so that, and it's just fun. It's fun to swing. Um, yeah, they're like shooting a BB gun almost. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. I got it because there were so many teal in the grasslands. I was like, this is going to be my teal gun. Um, and I took it out a few times last year. Um, it rained so much last year, though. It was starting yeah. to rust. Oh. And like I could see it rusting like during a hunt because it's really salty where we are. Yeah. Yeah. Brackish water kind of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so and then I stopped taking it out and this year I haven't taken it out, uh, to the grasslands at all. Um, just because there hasn't been anything much. Know, to, it's like, no, it's like, shoot. no, you're not, yeah, you're, you're going to go loaded for bear as slow as it is. You don't want to, yeah. anything to handicap you. I don't blame you. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> if there is a duck, yeah. I, I want to have my 12 gauge. <laughs> yeah. Um, it just fits me better. Yeah. Uh, and that's been one of the biggest challenges is being a woman. Uh, waterfowler is finding stuff that fits. Um, when Sitka came out with their waders, I was like, oh, like, I'm a woman. I like to spend money. I would love to have Sitka waders. Yeah. Um, and I contacted them, and they're like, oh, yeah, no, we're not going to make, a you know. A woman's line. Yeah. And the boot sizes, if they just went, like, one or two smaller, you know, that could work for me. Um, and do like a men's six, but they're like, no, we're not going to do that. Oh, like, okay. they don't even make the on really. Nope. And so whenever the shin waders came out, 
I got those, and I've been wearing those for three years. That's really, what I got. I love them. That's love what them. I got. Well, I got to give them credit. I, I threw some shade on them a couple of weeks ago. I heard they, your boots. They they squared up with me. I'll give it to them. They squared up with me, um, and I just wish they had told me this from the start. Yeah. Um. So I. Yeah, the boots split out. No fault of my own. I'll show them to you before you leave. I mean, it. I have like the OG, like the original. The original first year. Yeah, I got the them, I think they're second year. Yeah. And I, I found them a season and a half, and the boots split. Sent them back, and well, you heard that, that story already. Well, anyway, so they put the bicycle tube patch, and I'm like, this is kind of friggin' hokey. Well, it lasted two hunts and leaked, and then I called them, and they said, well, hey, here's the deal. We're going to get you new waders, but to be honest, we don't have your xl and size 10 in any color so once season's over we promise you we'll get you a new pair well that's good and i went i can live with that thank you very much i just you guys could have told me that hey we're gonna okie this along because we can't give you and i understand they need to try to repair they're in the business they can't just hand new waiters to every idiot but it's like i hunt rice i'm not a guide i'm not a refuge rat i mean i'm about as easy as you can be on them and uh, they were really cool. I, actually, a lady called me today. I already squared it up uh, last week, but a lady called me today that hadn't known because I left a voicemail. Pretty nice one. I didn't cuss or anything, but it was kind of like, hey, what's going on? And somehow she found it and called me. And they were, they were really good about it. I was glad because I was like, I don't, I don't want to be that guy to bl- put them on blast. But at the same time, they're the most expensive waiters on the market, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, no, they squared up with me, so me and Shin are on good terms now, so that's good. good. Yeah. Every time I've talked to them, they've been super, super nice. Me too. So that's how I felt. And you probably got the waiter pants for free when you bought yours the first yeah. time. Yeah. Uh-huh. They, I don't think they offer it anymore, but they do. They did then. And the yeah. duck stamp, they sent me a free duck stamp, oh, too. Oh, I didn't get the duck stamp. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm going to have to call them. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's up? Yeah, because not a lot of people wear them out here. You're the only other one, I think, in California I've talked to. I know there's more, but I haven't talked to anybody. Everybody's sick of bros out here, so. Yeah. Yeah, well, sick of... It's good stuff. They didn't want to do it for me, so. I, I don't blame you. If they ain't going to do it for you, don't, you know. I I do have a sick of vest and jacket, though. Oh, God, so why you can't wear your sick I thought I you were going to come in here did. messing with no, me. No, I... So, it's in my car right now. <laughs> And I thought, like, oh, I'm going to put on my sicker vest and tell him I dressed up, you know, for you. Um, I do have, like, my, you know, sicker pattern on my hat. I can live with that, but you got your curve in your bill. You know, yeah, no you don't flat, look like no a flat bro. bills. Good, no. Good. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, you were I, I totally forgot I was going to put on my vest <laughs> and come in here, you know, with my Sunday vest. <laughs> Just to give you a hard time. Uh, you know, I love it. I was talking yesterday with a guy on Instagram because we're running this sticker promo deal. And hey, by the way, if you guys want in on this, we're there, we're about half out of them already. So if you want one, you better get a hold of me. Um, people seem to understand. I was talking about this off air. And I'm joking. You flat build, sicker guys. You're good guys. I know you are. But you seem to understand that I'm joking around. And even you, you, you messaged me, am I still allowed to come on a podcast? I put some <laughs> rap music with my story. And I, 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 I love it. I, I love it. You know, you guys, uh, our listeners seem to understand that it's a big fun joke and it's all just BS back and forth. And I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. I think it was like some Nicki Minaj or something. <laughs> it was like a video of my dog holding a golden eye. <laughs> and it was like drip. And, like, there was a lot of water and stuff. And uh, I had listened to the podcast when I was driving home from the diver hunt. And I was like, oh, he literally just talked about that. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I was like, he's going to think I'm one of those <laughs> those pro people. <laughs> but it was just a really good song for the, the moment. Oh, it's all good fun. And, I, and I'm and i an old <laughs> man, so I think a little bit differently. But uh, I, I love the way, because we have a huge young listener audience who just kind of thinks it's funny that, you know, there's some old grumpy bastard that, you know, rah, 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 get off my lawn. So I'm becoming like the old grumpy bastard, so... <laughs> It's easy to do. Like you that's live why long enough. I relate. <laughs> but you know, you have to stay relevant and occasionally post a rap video. Yeah, my daughter was saying that. Yeah, because she she posts on her. She has another account. She don't let me follow, but she did the same thing. And now I've brainwashed her. She till the time she was probably twelve. She didn't know there was music made past nineteen fifty nine. Probably <laughs> right. So like she loved Johnny Horton, old Johnny Horton, and uh. I seen a story she posted with some rap, and I'm like, what the hell is this, sis? And she's like, well, that's what everybody wants to hear now. And I was like, yeah, don't be a sellout, dude. But So it's kind of funny. She's dealing with the Navy now because she listens to, and what I'm, what I'm proud of her about is she's embracing it. She'll play, put on some her old country stuff, and I'm talking old, you know, 50s. And I mean, because the 70s stuff is new for what we listen to, and uh yeah, nobody even knows who this is. They hate it all. I, you know, I, I'm in charge of the music. Everybody gets pissed off. It's like, good, keep playing that side old stuff, <laughs> sis. So <laughs> it's just fun. But yeah, I, I'll get her to be a grumpy old man one day herself. So yeah, I'm old enough now that I see, you know, my childhood uh, having a resurgence. Um, like all yeah, the, it's getting the kind kids. of retro, cool. Yeah, yeah, like all '90s stuff is cool again. And I don't know how I feel about this. I, I, I'm uh, probably about I'm 10 years older than you or so. And I tell you, it's a little bit weird because I'm like, the shit wasn't cool then and it ain't cool now. <laughs> so I don't know why you kids, the whole mullet thing is very troubling to me because I never had a mullet and I thought it was stupid then and I think it's stupid now. Well, but, I fought for your right to not wear low-rise jeans. And so I don't know why y'all want to wear low-rise jeans again. <laughs> Oh, that's coming back again? Dude, all that's coming back. Oh, like I'm way out of the loop. Yeah, I thought the high-rise thing was all the deal again. Uh, but it's going back to the low again, It's huh? like all the 90s style is coming back. I saw like a picture of a mom, and she was like, oh, my daughter just asked me for like a charm bracelet. <laughs> and she's like, you know, I've got the, the vintage charm bracelet. Um, but all those things are coming back, and they always do. Stupid headbands, the spiky headbands, <laughs> which you have not experienced. But I lived through that <laughs> trauma, and those are coming back. It's like why? Everything goes in cycles. Yeah, yeah. When I was a young man in the fifties, uh, you know, Reagan was in office, and it was kind of a retro nineteen fifties, and uh, whole buying it so that's kind of why i picked it up i guess because it was way cooler than what i seen in the 80s you know short shorts and friggin headbands and you know it was pretty corny back then but uh it all comes back around but you're right it is funny as you get older that you see like nah that's not that cool and i remember like me like like showing old stuff to old guys like hey check this out They're like i threw that shit away in 1972 you know yeah so you should have kept it. It would have been in style again. Robert talks about that all the time. He had all that old school camo duck hunting stuff that like his old neighbor would give him the duck hunted. You know, here, here's a coat, son. He's oh thanks. And then, you know, once like real tree and everything Bossy Oak came out, oh get rid of that. And he's like, God, I wish I had that stuff still. So. I, I'm not gonna lie, I did steal some of my dad's stuff. Did you? Cool. Yeah. I went home and I was like, Whoa, this is like really it's like vintage. Yeah. And like the pioneer like a seed company in the Midwest 
I don't know if it's out here, um, but it had like the Pioneer logo and like some really super old style of camo that I'd never seen before. Really? Like and a trucker like, hat or something? Yeah. Oh, And cool. so I stole that. <laughs> I stole a jacket. Um, my dad's probably like, where's all my stuff going? <laughs> but, and it just like, you know, I'm going to cherish that hat forever because it's cool, but also because it's my dad's. Oh, it's a b- little bit of both, yeah. I mean, yeah, I I love old stuff like that. I got a couple old things like that from, like, my old buddy Bert that passed away a few months ago. Stuff of his that was old, and it's, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So, yeah, for all you young hipsters, throw your hat-billed flat, or hat-billed, flat-billed hats in the closet because one day your kids are going to come to you wanting them, so. Yep. <laughs> they won't be cool to me, but I'll probably be dead and gone by then, so. <laughs> Was there anything else you want to talk about before we get off here? How long have we been on here? I don't know. Oh, man. We've already been on here an hour. I don't know. I I am going to take this stuff to Billy. We should probably plug Billy. Billy does uh, a lot of stuff. He's the California Junior Hunters uh, Instagram page. Yeah. Uh, He's on Facebook. He promotes a lot of junior hunts for, um, you know, kids and stuff in California. And that guy works hard getting kids out oh, that's good yeah i see him so. i've been following him for a long time and uh he happened to get a sticker and you're gonna save me a stamp so that's cool yeah, yeah. super nice guy yeah um but should probably plug him if that's funny has, that it just happened to be sitting on top when you walk but you know any of these other guys you're gonna save me another stamp no i don't know any of these other people no the dude, office dude, lady this in guy here. bought a lot of stickers. That one's dude, heavy. That dude dropped 50 bucks, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. that's that's big money. I know, I know, for a bunch of friggin' overpriced stickers. But Do you go people, hunt with you? I know. <laughs> yeah, I get ridiculed for friggin' three or four hours in the blind. Then I mean, that sounds like fun. Because, <laughs> like, you know, this is PG gen. Um, I will say, whenever I was in uh, Illinois, and we were in the blind uh, with all these, like,